0: realized because we're filming this that I probably will have the same thing on all the time because I have a Sunday uniform.
1: Well, so do I. It's my pajamas. (laughs) Well, I, sorry, I'm also opening a window because
0: it's spring in Connecticut.
1: Is it? We're like mid-30s today.
0: Oh no, we're going to be high 40s to 50s
1: that actually for a day where you're cleaning the house sounds really wonderful. So nice. Well, first and foremost, hello, everyone, oh, yeah. and welcome to another <laughs> episode of the Creative Seed Podcast. My name is Chelsea. My name is Sue. I'm the daughter-mother. I'm the
0: mother-grandmother. We and won't have to give up that shtick.
1: I just you... feel like it's such important information for the audience to understand what our connection is right off the
0: bat, like you're my mom. Yeah, agree. And you're my daughter. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Um,
1: so yes, welcome back. Uh, thank you for being here. Our Patreon community continues to grow and grow. And we are so incredibly grateful for you all. And um, yeah, we're excited to be back here with another
0: episode. Three in a row, three Sundays in a row, we seem to have found a groove because every other, every other, every other. Yes. Yes. Um, But I do feel like that is the important piece right now is just to keep going to find our rhythm. I think we have a natural rhythm, but I think we're going to be able to tweak it and get it better and better and better. Totally. Totally. And we have so many great
1: ideas. And as much as I want to like be jumping on those ideas for episodes, I also, like you just said, like, I really just want to get this basic format down before we go Mm -hmm. off into like the interviews or the like Mm -hmm. day in a life type stuff. And so anyways, I agree. We're back. We're here to talk about creativity. And today we decided to start with a quote by Adam Grant.
0: Um, can I that say we- one thing? Yes. I hate to interrupt you. Oh, please. But the, what I am finding is, and this is true of every part of my creative life, I'm thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, like, what are we going to talk about? And I get like stressed about it. Yeah, I can feel it. And then we, we kind of, you say, oh, I thought this. And then just like that, something pops up that feels more organic, more comfortable for now. Um, I think what we were going to talk about is going to be great, but for now. Right. So it's, again, it's trusting that creative process of trusting things are going to fall where they're supposed to. And this was such an example of it. I'm sorry for interrupting. 100%. No,
1: I think that was a really important point to- So important. To address. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, So mom, you found this quote Where? On Instagram, I follow Adam Grant. Mm-hmm. I think I I think one of the boys might have followed him. I don't know how I landed on his feed. Yeah, but he's I very him. very popular. Yes, he's very popular, and I feel like I feel like it might have been Jake introduced me to him. I can't remember, but um, it, this just blew me away when I read it. I had to text you immediately, hoping you would feel the way I felt about it. Yeah, but go yeah. ahead. It's fantastic. Okay. So I'm going to read it for you
1: now. It says people often make the case for leisure by highlighting the benefits. Play promotes learning. Relaxing boosts well-being. We don't need a justification for leisure. It doesn't have to be productive to be worthwhile. Enjoying an activity is a is reason enough to spend your time on it.
0: So let's break it down, shall we? Shall we? The timing on this was again, not coincidental at all. Mm -hmm. We had, Rachel and I had just finished our floss toss. Mm -hmm. This was the topic of conversation near the end. Okay. And so obviously for me, that speaks to, you need to look at this. Like this has now been like thrown at you twice in one day. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. That's that universe just continuing to put kind of like what we were talking about last episode with the whole reference to Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic, where it's like Mm -hmm. things are constantly floating by you. And unless you take the time to recognize them and like take advantage of those opportunities, it's not going to seem like anything big. Like you very easily could have read this, scrolled right by it, and kept going.
0: I easily could have kept going because I scroll, I read his feed all the time, but this to me was like, wow, 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 wow. And yes. it kind of blows me away, even rereading it again, because it's such an integral part of where I am. I also think in order to recognize it and to go like, wow, you have to kind of do know yourself and be honest with how you, how you um, walk through life. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm not saying that as a good thing, bad thing. It's just how you walk through life, how you're made, what you do. That's another piece of, of that self, like, Oh, I really need to know who I am in order to say, this is important to me today.
1: Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm. I love that. That will be a that will be a highlight of this episode. Yeah. Okay. So in, I'm going to just repeat the last line because I feel like that's a good starting point. Enjoying an activity is reason enough to spend your time on it. Okay. So I have a lot of thoughts and I don't quite know how to catalog them.
0: Okay. I'm I'm honestly so interested in hearing how it impacted you. So, okay.
1: In this stage of my life, that that very last sentence is how I live my life. So I don't grapple with what it says that a lot of society grapples with here where it's like it needs to be productive, it needs to be there needs to be a reason behind me doing this. I don't do that anymore because I already do that with the things that I need to do, if that makes any sense. So it's like, uh, for me to be productive with homeschooling, with housekeeping, with things like that, that is where I bring that part of my brain in because I have to. Mm -hmm. So then when I sit down to do something that I just simply love to do, like journaling, knitting, reading, I literally don't give it a second thought. I sit down and I just start doing it. And I'm like, nobody bother me. This is what I have to do. Yep. But, so for me, it resonated in that way where it was like, oh, I totally get this. Like right now, like I totally get this. So I'm curious to know where you are in this spectrum right now in life.
0: Okay, where I go with this is very similar because I do not feel like I have to earn time in order to do things that I enjoy. Where my struggle lies is, when I'm doing it, the entrepreneur in me, and we talked about this on the Floss Toss, the entrepreneur in me immediately goes to, how can I monetize this? Mm-hmm. Immediately, immediately. And and what not only monetize, but okay, like I, I can do this, but I have to produce something.
1: It's funny because I think you and Kristen share that very much. I think That's Kristen is very thing. much an entrepreneurial brain where like, you know, with the sewing, she's like, she kind of wants to start making like um, placemats, curtains, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I've just noticed that. And it's it's smart. It's a good, it's such a valuable way to think in some ways. And in other ways, it can be a real detriment to your creativity, mm-hmm. I think.
0: It can. It can. And I, I feel like, oh, I have to get my thoughts together on that. Um, it's more even than monetizing is producing. So I committed to art journaling years ago before we started this business. And I, it was really hard because nothing was coming of it. It was just playing.
1: Was it the very first year you got your Hobonichi?
0: No, no, was we're talking for that when I had my delusion notebooks. <gasps> yes, of course. I almost brought them in with me, but it's not a video podcast. So I don't want the audio people to feel like they're missing something mm-hmm. because that's not the point. Um, but it took everything in me to not be productive. Productive, And so that is more than even monetizing for me. It's like to just play, to just sit down and go, I'm just going to, I'm going to watercolor today. Just play. Oh my gosh. That makes my heart stop. It makes my heart stop. And however, I, I don't like the word, but however, it's really apparent lately that that is what I need because in that playing is where the great creativity, the, the ideas come from, right? So to get back to that, but you know what I I I think it's a generational thing to be honest with you. I think it's my generation is very orientated that way because of how we were raised the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was not okay to just lay around. You don't just lay around Mm -hmm. like you're wasting time. Mm -hmm. I think that was, I I have a feeling people here in my generation will be able to relate to that. (laughs) I don't think your generation, I hope your generation doesn't have it because it, it does feel that way to me because all my friends are like super hard workers. Like that isn't a star. That isn't a gold star right? And yes, yes. in my world, it was, Mm -hmm. it was. So at my point in life, I'm thinking like, I need to stop that. Like I need to play. I need to play and playing for me. And I, I, this will be interesting to hear, like playing for you versus playing for me. I have a feeling it's going to be similar, but maybe not Mm -hmm. playing for me in my ideal world is to have a, I have, I have the leather bound small journal that we bought in Italy that I'm saving with filled with beautiful watercolor paper. And I want to use it as a watercolor sketchbook. (laughs) Makes my heart stop.
1: That's such a great idea.
0: I know. So my goal, and and this is very self-serving for me when I saw this, it's like, to To process this like this and then to try to set a goal. Yes. <laughs> but even to get back to art journaling, to get back to, to pull that out. What am I saving it for? Mm-hmm. Who cares if, if it's just a blob of watercolors? Who cares? I've wanted to do the girls' faces, very abstract in watercolor. I have everything I need. Everything. I know, I know. Everything I need. So for me, doodling, um, painting, like things I haven't done since arts. Well, I have since art school, but a very, very long time. Right. It isn't
1: a regular since, practice for you since art school.
0: Right. And oh my gosh, I'm so happy you use that word because I would love to look at it as a spiritual practice.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. for me, those are the things that fill me up, really inspire me mm-hmm. um, to to continue. Um, you know, even this journaling in my Hobonichi every day, like in diary form, oh my gosh, I can't tell you what that does for me. And, and I'm so driven by it because now I've committed. I'm also incredibly competitive and incredibly driven. You are. And again,
1: those are things that are really, they can serve you really well, but then there's As long always you have balance. You, there's always that fine line where you don't want to tip over to that other side where
0: it like, it keeps you from progress. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Well, what it does is it keeps you caught up and staying in one proceed, one process, right? Instead of then going, Oh no, I want to paint today. Oh no, no. I've committed to doing this today. So right, it it's all, it's all head stuff, right? It's all like, but that's why I think this is so powerful.
1: I agree. I agree. So, okay. So I, I had so many thoughts as you were talking. The generational piece. I think it's generational. And I also think it's like socio-economical as well. Mm-hmm. I, I think obviously there's, yeah, there's like a million different parts that could go into that. Um, but I think if we're talking about like, in our socioeconomic bracket, then yes, I would agree. Like the way you grew up was very much like work, 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 get that gold star work, 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 and never stop to appreciate what you've accomplished
0: because that's wasting time, as you say. Yeah. It's never, it's never pausing to look inward to see how it's affected. You know what I mean? It's just rote. So that is the piece. And that's where the pausing looking inward for me helps me see this so clearly.
1: Yes. Yes. I agree. Okay. So, oh my gosh, hang on. I just had some. Okay. So as it applies to when I was growing up and in our life, I was given the biggest gift of all, which I never knew I was being given, but the opportunity to be bored.
0: Like I I hope. I hope I don't remember. Okay, I do. Okay, cuz I don't. I remember thinking, <laughs> okay, you're 16, get a job. I'm I'm talking even before then. Okay, okay. I'm
1: talking like like Lily and Charlie's age. I'm talking like through elementary school, like, yes, we had Mm -hmm. our activities, but there were so many times where I was in my room and I remember I would be on my um, drafting table or I would just be sitting at Mm -hmm. the end of my bed, daydreaming, looking out the window. Like uh, those truly, truly are the most like ingrained memories in me.
0: Like being allowed the opportunity. that makes me very happy because I, you know, right now you're surviving. It's it's so hard to to really be aware of everything going on.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yes. so, so, okay, I'm gonna tie this into this past week with the girls. We had a week where like we had an activity a day, like nothing long, half hour at most, maybe an hour. And then we'd come home and have our normal routine, a little homeschooling, whatever. And then Friday rolled around And I decided before I woke up on Friday morning that we were going to deem Friday as a boring day. It was going to be a boring day because if I don't say that ahead of time, Lily, especially is like, what are we doing? Where are we going? What are we, who are Mm -hmm. we seeing? And so I said, right off the jump, like, this is going to be a boring day. And can I tell you, their independent play thrived. They didn't come to me looking for an activity once. Mm -hmm. They were, it's just amazing what space and time allows the creative brain to do. Absolutely. And I swear I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't have, and I'm so grateful to you and dad. And like, I credit you guys so much because Like I just I don't I think that's where my foundation started as being a creative being because I was given this I mean we were so fortunate I had a beautiful bedroom growing up like I had art supplies at my disposal I had books I had a creative mother like
0: Mm. well (laughs) this make it makes me laugh really because I needed so much space. (laughs) To be creative because that is how i made and I, in order to stay sane, so I like was not the, okay, let's sit down and play for an hour. Besides the fact there was three of you. I do think that one, one extra, no matter how many you have shifts it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just remember I would put down anything and everything. If you came to me with a book. Mm -hmm. that's what I remember otherwise I always always I don't know if I wanted you to be able to play independently I thought that was so important Mm -hmm. and it just happened to work that I needed time too so that it all melded so it was very unintentional so I'm glad it worked
1: a hundred percent but okay, so there we go though. It's like the energy of the universe, the energy that you needed from the universe then went ahead and provided us with that very same energy. Yes, I feel
0: like, I don't know. I also feel like having three small children, it was so busy. Like, it's not like I was sitting around like painting all day, no. but it's so busy that it that's the start of the creative play, right? And then- or the independent play. And then all of a sudden I have a half hour to sit and stitch or knit or draw or whatever it is I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So it just folded right into that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a piece of it too.
1: So now, okay, let's tie this back to the quote, because I think that is why, like my experience growing up with you and our home and dad, And knowing how much I value that time, it allows me to not have to rationalize it because I know in the end, the girls are going to have these experiences much like I did where it's like, okay, we're bored. Well, mom's over there and she needs to, she's journaling right now, or she's editing a video or she's knitting. And I just know that the very same thing is going on in this house. So I don't look for justification because I know what I'm doing is the right thing for me. And then therefore- down mm-hmm. the road will be the right thing for them.
0: Yes. You're teaching them. And I know we've had this conversation before. You're teaching them that it's important for you to have time, which will then in the future, they will be you sitting there and you will be me sitting here.
1: Right.
0: And I do think, I think it's important to talk about and to teach how to relax, how to do nothing, how to, whatever it is that makes you happy when you're sitting down quietly. Mm -hmm. I think, and I don't know, you know, and again, being a woman, I feel like it's so important for young girls, which is probably just as important for young boys. I can only really relate to, for me.
1: Right. With your own Um, identity.
0: Yes. With my own identity. Um, but to to slow down just slow down right it's like it's so important and i feel like and oh i wish i could remember this but like you know people think you know oh i'm working i'm working i'm working like that's a good thing you know like i can't do that cuz i'm working i can't do that and it's like for me it's you know again i'll re come say it differently I'm not going to choose to use my time by doing that right now. That's right. not to always have work as like the only reason you can't do something. And
1: right and like it's reframing still, that narrative.
0: Yes, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm going to reread this too. Yeah, I was just doing that as well. Play promotes learning. I think that's another thing that really hit me. And I experienced that through art journaling. Mm. Like okay, really, tell me more. So, so the whole thing about, I'm going to bring another piece into this, because I feel like it goes along with the nonstopness, that isn't a word, but that need for perfection, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, and if you're a perfectionist, it's very hard to play because it won't be perfect. And that is something that, oh my gosh, if I could live my art school days over again and just do it and not think about like how I wanted it to look and just let it flow. I feel like perfection gets in the way of the flow that you can have when you're playing. Yes. Oh, I love
1: that. I love that. I love that because. I totally agree. I mean, to no sh- to sh- uh, as a shock to nobody. Like I was very similar in that way when it came to art school especially um or just to art classes especially in college. Mm-hmm. Um because I felt kind of like an imposter because I was minoring in fine art. So I was kind of like I'm not the one that's taking it super seriously, but I want to be good and all these other people have like so much more experience and drive and this and that and it 100% like even just thinking back on it, I can feel the block, like that blocked oh. feeling in the, in my chest. Mm-hmm. It's like, it What like, there were some moments where I could find that flow state and I loved what came out.
0: But yeah. in those
1: moments where I was like, oh, okay. So like, this is the assignment and like, this is what these people are doing. And like, I should probably make it look like X, Y, or Z, but that wasn't, that wasn't where my energy wanted to go. But yet I was
0: still trying to direct it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes me so curious if it's in, if it has anything to do with how, how art programs are Mm -hmm. in, in younger years, I don't know enough about it. I mean, I would say a good chunk of it. You probably got from me just because that's who I am and that's what you saw. And even, even when I can't remember having a lot of input on your projects in like in normal not in college but I feel like there probably was some subtleness in it well but I also know
1: for me um and I can say this with 100% certainty going back to my elementary middle school high school years the fact that art is graded that really kind of locked the door for me where it was like okay because I I thought of myself as a good student I mean at least elementary middle school like high school you I was a good student I just wasn't I wasn't a great test it doesn't matter we're talking that's totally beside the point but um, I think the grading aspect of art really like if I even had one toe outside of of um my comfort zone it was like no because then what if it doesn't look the way it's supposed to look and then my grade's going to reflect that and then and i loved art so i wanted to be good at art
0: yeah i get it i totally get it and then i feel like we could cover so many issues and this podcast could go on for hours it could but then you also pull in what you're talking about is the comparison thing right that, that sinks you again. I'm, and I'm to this day, I can get caught up in that. I, I mean, we all can, we're human. Um, but when I can take myself out of it, oh my gosh, so much better happens. And again, it's, it's a better. human condition of why, you know, and, and yeah. of course, then we'll pull in social media that that's what drives it. It's so, yeah, you know, It's, it's it takes so much inner work to detach from all of that stuff and just be who you are as an artist, creator, maker, whatever you want to label yourself. Mm-hmm. Um because do you know how many people like, and this just really bothers me because I have a lot of people in my life that are amazingly talented, and then they go, but you went to art school, I didn't. That means nothing, 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 nothing. And, and you can't, you can't get that across to anyone. I feel like if I hadn't, and someone I really respected had, I would go there. A hundred percent. It's human. It's human. I would go there. It has nothing to do with who you are as a creative. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. It just has nothing to do with it. I'm trying to think where mine links in. To me, it was just an amazing privilege that I was able to spend four years. Believe me, I paid for it. So it wasn't like, oh, it was handed to me, but that I could spend four years in an a structure and it was 100% an art school. It was not a university. I should just say, because people will be curious. I went to Pear School of Art. In Hamden, Connecticut. And it was, I loved it so much. I loved everything about it. But all the differences is, is you are living within a community of artists, which is heaven.
1: Heaven. For years out
0: of your life. Heaven. When you walk away, the hardest piece is you no longer have those bodies to bounce ideas off of. It's the hardest, biggest adjustment of my life. It's like, oh my gosh, like now I'm with the normal people in the world, like the the muggles. Now here I am. It's like, and that that was the hardest piece. But am I better than, do I know more? Absolutely not. I know nothing. I'm not good at perspective. The only class we had was art history. I know nothing. <laughs> so, so don't get caught. My my big message here is don't get caught up in it. It means nothing, whether you were educated with oh, quotations right, as right. an artist, or it's just like, it's just like cooks. It's just, Some people are just naturally gifted. They don't need that. They don't need that. Mm -hmm. For me, it helped me grow. I learned techniques that I no longer know. (laughs) But,
1: but it it, it's for me like the thing that you said that is that so like rings about with me and my experience with being a dance major and a fine art minor, being around those other creative souls, because it's just there is nothing like having a group of creative people in a room it's like you almost get to borrow that like flow energy from them for a little while and it's almost like you have this group flow going like so okay I was a move like I did like I was a dance major so a lot of it was movement based for me where I could feel that flow energy and when you get a whole group of dancers that are in that flow state at the same time, moving to the same piece of music.
0: I can feel it. And I'm not a dancer and I can feel it.
1: It's just like, there are five, you feel like there is like a river flowing through you and you are just a passenger along for the ride. It is the most magical feeling you'll ever get. And even in an art class, I think it can be that way. Like when you're looking at people's, like we would always do critiques after we got assignments. So it's like, you put all your pieces up. Yeah, which I liked and didn't like for many different reasons, but, but it was the same thing though. Like once that whole class got to thinking in this, not in the same way, but
0: I know what um, you're saying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
1: Like when we're all looking at the same art and we're all bouncing ideas off of one another, like I like this for this reason, but I didn't like it for this reason. Mm -hmm. You get that kind of energy just moving around the room. And it, it, again, it just feels like you're along for the ride and you're just given this immense honor of sharing the experience more than
0: anything. Yes. And the learning happens there more than from professors, more than from, so that's why, you know, bringing it back to now, when you have the luxury of being or the privilege of being in the room on a zoom, whatever, like the other day I had a zoom with Rachel and Paige. Oh my gosh. Like They are, to the core, amazing artists. They will not say that. They will not acknowledge it. They are. And I walk away. Like, that has just as much value. So if you're lucky enough to to have those opportunities to talk with people and bounce ideas off of them and show them your knitting, show them your stitching, show them whatever, Mm -hmm. that's the learning. You don't have to have. No. No.
1: And, and the beautiful thing about this, where we're at now in the world is like, if you're interested in painting, take a painting basics class on like Mm -hmm. one of the online making with the masters or whatever those programs are. And it's like, yes, you're going to pay a little bit for the class, but like, that's all you, you need a foundational knowledge of like colors and materials. And then you play.
0: That is my biggest stumbling block to this day is materials Mm. that is my biggest stumbling block because I get so overwhelmed like for instance Sue Spargo is a oh my gosh she's just the most amazing artist in the world she does um oh what would you call it it's kind of like she builds texture and stitches on top of fabric and oh everyone's screaming and I'm so sorry It's Um, like an art form that you're trying to think of? It's like a form of quilting with felted wool and combinations of stitches. And the funniest part is, I've talked about this before, she was a customer of ours. She used to live like right by us. And now she's this mega amazing textile artist beyond belief. And I remember texting her or sending her a message saying, is it possible you're the same Sue Spargo? And she was like, yep. And of course she probably doesn't remember me from Adam. Well, she might, she probably does just because of our shop, but beyond that, no. Right. It's not like you were like in a room together, sipping tea and making. tea. Well, we kind of were, but again, it was a hundred years ago. Oh, that's <laughs> it so was cool. so long ago in such a different setting.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: But my point is, oh my gosh, I look at her things and I want to like say, could you just put everything I need in a box? for that. And then I can do it from there. I know I can read directions. I just need the box of supplies. And when I have to gather, I become so overwhelmed. So that is the only thing that stops me ever is, I don't know what it is. Materials. That's so
1: interesting.
0: Yeah. However, I can be that annoying person that can bother someone to death to figure out, Like I remember Sandy when we wanted to start doing our like Hobonichis. Oh my gosh. The questions I would ask her constantly. It's like, I still do. Like, do I have the cousin? What is that? A5, A6, A4? I don't (laughs) know. So it's like my brain when it comes to all of that kind of just goes to mush. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But there are many, many, many ways around it. It just takes longer.
1: Many ways around it and kind of on the, in the realm of like, there's no right way to do art is like, you can mix materials and like, it might come out like there is no real hard and fast rule about materials.
0: That is such a good point, And I'm so glad that that popped in your head because that's when I do go to, why do you feel like, why can't you just go gather what you want? But yeah. that goes back to the, like, oh, no, this is how it's done. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I will say I come from a family of perfectionists. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yes. And it's taken me a long time to be fine. I actually, it is one of my least favorite words in the English language.
1: What, per- perfect? It's so funny because Charlie says it. She like, oh, that's
0: perfect. And I'm always I like- well that time went on and it was so cute she goes oh grammy that is perfect and i loved it it wasn't connecting that way for me but it was so cute so cute she loves that word um yeah we'll retrain her don't worry we'll get we'll we'll shift that as time goes on
1: we will we will once i can really elaborate on the reason <laughs> that perfect is not a good thing um i'm just i'm looking over the quote to see if there are any other like
0: no, I, should so, I mean,
1: in the way of play promotes learning. Like, I think that was just like that conversation for me was just like, just play around. That doesn't mean go out and play hopscotch. That means like, I, I don't know, look around your house, like get a bag of tea and a piece of paper and see what you can do with it. And a, and yep. a black marker. Like there's just so many ways to be creative with the things that you already have play around with them with yep. food. Like,
0: so anyways, if people are listening, they should go watch the um the end of the floss toss with Rachel and I. I'll because, link it. Yeah. And actually I, I said like three times, you need to come on our podcast because she is right now the epitome of play. And we talk a lot about it over there. And it's really, I thought it was a really interesting conversation. It's wow. so funny. We're a floss tube and we talk about everything under the sun. We we throw stitching in always, but there's always more to talk about.
1: Right, right. Yeah. I love it. Yes, I will definitely link that specific video and the channel yes. down below so everyone can go check it out.
0: Yes, and something she's doing and, and why I'd like to have her come on and talk about it because she's actively doing the artist's way. Yes, that's right. You were saying and that, it, yep. And she's doing it really well. I'm like, but again, it's like, I listen to her and I'm like, I want to do that. It's like, oh man, like again, I'm looking for an end product. I've got to stop that way of thought. It's like, because so much of it is just processes of letting yourself work through things. And it's so yeah. cool. Well, and I don't know about you, but
1: for me, like when I have something and I like get my eye on it and I'm like, oh, I really want to do that. A lot of times the first few times that I say that, or I recognize it, I'm not at a place where I'm able to really do it well. Yeah. And then when my body and my brain and my like creative being is ready, like I will just find myself naturally grabbing it and <clears throat> excuse me, not like, not realizing why. And then that's when I'm the most successful is when like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that might not make sense, but
0: it does. It totally does. And, and I have started the artist's way a thousand times. I do believe there's something stopping me. Like that's the other piece. It's like, well, right now, something's stopping me from continuing. And right. I don't know.
1: Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. We will have to have Rachel on the podcast though. I think oh, she's, she's great
0: so, guest. she's just really, really committed to it. And, and it's amazing. It's amazing. Awesome. I just love this topic. I love it. My word, was it last year? Was play. My word of the year. Was last year play? I no, last year was the year before was play. I was gonna say, because I feel like it wasn't last year practice. Nope, that was the year before. I've had yeah. some terrific words. Yeah. Last year was courage.
1: Courage. Okay. And to the wait, remind me of this year. Enough. Enough, yes. Okay. Okay. How do you
0: feel you're doing with your word? This is kind of aside because we're winding down, but I'm curious. Yes, we're winding down. I think I'm doing I think I'm doing really well and whether it's a lot of like talking to myself when I'm feeling like, oh, should I do that? Or shouldn't I, or it it applies in so many different ways and in so many different areas, it pops up a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I I'm liking the word play was a fun one. I think I did play that year and I thought about it a lot, but now I could do better, I think. Mm, well, you can always repeat a word. Oh, absolutely. And I don't need the word to do it. No, definitely not. <laughs> nope. Next year. It's not my word this year. I'm yes. not doing it this year. I am not playing. No, no. That was three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But I love this conversation. I hope other people enjoy it. I think it's, I think it's going to hit home for a lot of people. Yes. Yes. I hope so.
1: I think it will just because it's so funny because I was listening to something and it was like, we all think we are so unique in our feelings and experiences, but really it's like, Isn't it funny though? Because when you read something that so resonates deep down in your soul, you're like, how did they know that? Like, like were these, and it's all just like, it's all mental. It's all like just the brain doing what the brain does. But it's like, well, of course, like I'm not the
0: only human in this world that experiences these things. Right. But it also, again, it goes back to how we started. It's like, whether we're open to hearing it and we're hearing it for a reason at that time, it's all very much not coincidence in my life when these things pop up. Like it's just none of this conversation is just something we were like, oh, we need a conversation. Let's come up with something because we already had that all set. Right. And then this just popped up out of nowhere as, oh, that's what we need to talk about today.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: I feel like any time we have to think too much about the topic, it's not a good one.
1: No. And I think, and I,
0: for I'm that, I'm going to be topic.
1: curious to see, I'm going to be curious to see if we ever run into that
0: because so far yeah, but I, I'm already, I already go to, okay, we got two weeks to come up with another. <laughs> see, I don't even think twice about it. I, know, I love that. I love that. It's my, it's, it's what we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. And I know true. it's been proven to me time after time after time. If I just let go of those thoughts, it comes.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: It's like, but I also have to be in that, in that, um, that space. Yes. Right. Cause we can't stay in that space nonstop. No, but I have to, I have to also, again, maybe play to get that space. All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for hanging out
1: with us for this conversation. We really enjoyed it. We hope you did too. If you have any thoughts or if anything really, you know, hit home with you in this conversation, feel free to leave it in the comments down below. Like I said, I will try to remember to link anything we talked about so you can have an easy reference guide. Um, But otherwise, we will see you in a couple of weeks. We'll be here. All right. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.